0: Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. What is up, legends? Welcome back to another episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Today is a bonus episode. I've actually taken today's audio from one of the coaching calls, the group coaching calls, that my one-on-one online clients get access to. We work through each week a number of different topics on top of the one-on-one coaching calls. Uh, We have a group call where everyone kind of goes around and shares a small win challenge and lesson from the previous week. And then I dive into a specific topic. And this week's topic in particular, I just knew that the audience of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast would benefit immensely from tuning in. So as you would have seen in the title of today's show, it's all around cardio. Hit versus steady-state cardio, so high-intensity interval training versus steady-state, long-duration, slow or low-intensity cardio. Which one is better for fat loss? In this episode, I dive into the benefits of each, so the pros and cons. I also do a little bit on cardio itself and what what it should be used for, how it can be used as a, a really good tool to increase energy expenditure and to get super lean but also why you need to understand that cardio is also not it's not necessary for fat loss. Okay. We can we can lose a lot of fat in a very short period of time without needing to do cardio. Obviously there's a lot of benefits to our cardiovascular health and some people love their cardio and I dive into that in this uh, this audio today so you guys will get a, a good understanding of what I'm talking about but that's probably enough for me right now I think I should just let you guys listen but I'd love to hear your feedback from this one let me know if it adds some value to you let me know if there's anything you learn in here that you probably didn't know before and of course if you do enjoy the episode I would love for you to share this one with your friends family people you work with people you care about absolutely anyone that you think could benefit from it and let's help as many people as possible but I hope you guys enjoy this episode and thank you so much for tuning in Alrighty guys, so moving on to tonight's topic around cardio. Now, obviously if you're working with me, you don't have to worry about figuring all this stuff out, but I think it's always super helpful to understand the the role of cardio, but also which option is best for you when it comes to the differences in forms of cardio, which we're gonna touch on anyway. But the first and most important thing to understand is that when it comes to fat loss or changing your body composition, Cardio does not equal fat loss. Right, really important to understand that cardio does not equal fat loss. So I remember years ago I was, I was doing this half marathon, um, and I just come off the back of competing, so I'd done no cardio whatsoever for a long period of time while I was doing the competing. It was just all strength training, which is the first example as to how you don't need to do cardio to lose fat. And I did this half marathon, so my cardio went from zero to a couple hours a week, or two, three hours a week. I think didn't really train enough for it to be honest, but Still did a decent amount leading into the run. So, I intentionally made sure that I was eating in a calorie surplus while I was doing this training for the half marathon. So, the reason I did that is to show people that if you are eating too many calories, you can do all the cardio in the world, but you will not lose fat. So, in that period of time, I actually gained a kilo or two, which definitely didn't help for the run. But What it did show is that you can do endless amounts of cardio, but if your nutrition is not aligned, you will not see results. So as you guys should know by now, for fat loss or changing your body composition, it comes down to your energy balance. And that's created through training, yes, but also and mainly our nutritional intake. So to lose fat, we need to be in a negative energy balance, which is created through a calorie deficit. Pretty straightforward. So in saying that, we can get in the best shape that we've ever been in doing absolutely zero cardio if we want to. Now, from a health perspective, I think it is important to have some form of cardio uh, throughout your week. Now, that does not necessarily have to be a designated cardio session that I've given you, um, like a run or a ride or a swim or a hit session or whatever. That could just be walking. That could be the intensity that you're training at to work on your cardiovascular health, because obviously that is super important and the better our cardio system is, the the better we recover. So the faster we recover between sets, the better we we recover between training sessions. Um, and obviously, our blood flow and just our general health and well being is going to be better with better cardiovascular health. But when I when it comes to body composition, as I just said, it's it's not ne- uh, necessary for us to be doing cardio too loose. But we can do it just from lifting weights in the gym or we could do it from just walking every day if we wanted to we could do it from doing pilates we can we can achieve fat loss doing any form of training so what that should help you understand as well is that there's no such thing as a, a fat loss workout so a HIIT session as is a group training session or whatever that's you know targeted towards burning heavy calories is not automatically going to make you lose fat if your calorie intake for the week is still in a surface or at maintenance now same with the gym now the beauty of strength training though is that we are aiming to build lean muscle tissue. And the more lean muscle tissue we have, the more energy and calories our body has to expend when we're training and when we're at rest, meaning that we can lose fat at a higher calorie intake. So that's why it's so important to have the muscle mass there in the first place, not to mention that when we lose the body fat, if there's no muscle mass there, our shape's gonna look like shit. You're not gonna like definition, tone, ripped, all that type of, all these different buzzwords. It's created through building the muscle first and then losing the fat to reveal the shape, which is what creates that illusion of tone or definition. So strength training is always super important. Some people really enjoy cardio. Some people don't. Now, whenever I start someone's fat loss phase, I typically start with very minimal to none in terms of cardio. And the training side of things can also be quite low too. Calories can be quite high, meaning we're just slightly in a calorie deficit. And the reason for that is when we hit a plateau, which is inevitable, if we start with heaps of cardio not many calories, we're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. There's not really many places to go there, um, which is a shit position to be in. But if we start with training low and cut calories quite high and in a small deficit, when we hit that plateau, there's so many things we can do. We can reduce calories, we can increase energy output. That might come from more gym work, uh, an extra day in the gym, or it can come from cardio. So now I want to quickly touch on the different forms of cardio and how you can choose which one is kind of best suited to you. The first and most important thing realistically is enjoyment. So If you absolutely fucking hate walking on a treadmill or riding a bike or swimming or jogging, then quite clearly that style of cardio is not going to be best suited to you because you're not going to want to do it firstly. Secondly, you're probably not going to stick to it. And thirdly, we should be enjoying our training when we, when we do train and it should be something that we look forward to. So over time where you can progress um, much more efficiently, if it's something you don't like, I'm sure every single one of you at some point in time has had a training program or, or cardio or whatever, where you really just don't enjoy the the sessions and you spend your whole day thinking about how fucking badly you don't want to do it, that's never going to last over a long period of time. So enjoyment is the first and most important thing. So like I personally, when I'm not trying to lose fat, probably do more cardio to be honest, because when I'm eating more calories and have more energy and all the rest of it, um, I, I typically enjoy running. So I'll run probably more when I'm trying not when I'm not trying to lose fat than when I am trying to lose it because I just enjoy it. So some people really do enjoy cardio styles of training and that's completely fine and that should be part of your program if that's you. We have kind of two different options realistically when it comes to what style of cardio we're going to use. and they both have their benefits. They both have their pros and cons. So the first one we'll talk about is is steady state cardio. So low intensity, longer duration cardio so think of going for a jog uh, going for a ride or a swim walking on an incline on a treadmill using the cross trainer which is the worst piece of equipment in the gym ever um, but something that's going to last for a prolonged period of time so at least 20 minutes like up to an hour even going for long walks it would be classified as long slow low intensity steady state cardio so when we do this form of cardio there's a few benefits right the first one is that it doesn't require a great deal of effort, okay? So sometimes that can be much better, being able to switch off, good for the headspace, all the rest of it. It's typically a lot less taxing on the body. Um, obviously running and stuff is is not that great for the body, to be honest, but uh, it's not as taxing on the body and particularly the central nervous system. The next thing is that we are going to burn more calories in that period of time than what we would when we do hit, which I'll touch on in a second, um, that's another benefit. What else have we got? Um, I mean it doesn't require as much motivation sometimes unless your your focus is the time when you know for myself I would prefer to do something short and and high intensity instead of knowing that I'm about to spend 45 minutes to an hour doing something quite boring. But they're kind of the benefits. Um, and because it's a lower intensity, we can build our actual aerobic capacity, our aerobic base up quite well. I'll go through the positives of the hit and I'll kind of talk about the negatives. Of both as well or the or the cons there's not really negatives but there are things you need to take into consideration so with high intensity interval training the very first thing that we need to talk about is that high intensity interval training the purpose of that is to put us into a, an oxygen debt basically we have this thing called epoch i think it stands for exercise post oxygen consumption i'm pretty sure that's what it is um what that means is that I'm sure every single one of you, when you've done a hit session, so you're doing really high intensity cardio, you get to the point where you, sometimes your ears can block, you start yawning. Um, the reason for that is because your body is not ad- able to provide enough oxygen to the working muscles. So we go into this oxygen debt, All right? So we're expending a lot of energy in a short period of time, but we're also working harder than our, our aerobic system can keep up with, and that's when we push into anaerobic uh, system, right and lactate threshold stuff as well. but when we're in this energy or this oxygen debt, it's because the intensity is so high. So typically when you finish a hit session, you are gonna you're you're gonna feel fatigued for a longer period of time and you're going to be gassed a lot more than what you would be when you do the the lower intensity. So for it to be a hit session, it's important to understand that it needs to be very short periods of work at maximum intensity. So doing some intervals on the on the treadmill intervals on a bike or whatever it may be is not hit it's interval training but it's not hit hit is when we are going at 100% intensity for between 5 to 20 seconds typically that's usually the 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 sweet spot with the amount of time or the duration we can be at that high intensity for if you think of someone like Usain Bolt who is the, the fastest man on the planet or was he can't go at at a maximum intensity for longer than like twenty seconds, right? The two hundred meter sprint, I think, is like nineteen seconds, and and that was kind of like his the the upper end of the the distance that he could do at that intensity. So, how the fuck do we think that we're going to be able to do any more than that? To be honest, to get the benefits from hit has to be maximum intensity. So I see people in the gym in their workouts all the time doing what they classify as hit, but it's realistically this interval training. You know, you're. You're running for a little bit, then you stop for a bit and then you go again. But to get the benefits of this oxygen debt, at the end of every single effort, we should feel like we did when we are in school and we had to do the 100-meter sprint. You're absolutely wrecked for the next few minutes and you've only run for uh, you know 10 to 15 seconds or however long it takes you to run 100 meters. So the effort has to be significantly high it has to be uncomfortably high when we're doing hit now the duration is much shorter so the pros of hit we are it, it requires a much shorter period of time so typically hit sessions would be anywhere from like 4 minutes up to I'd probably say a maximum of 15 to 20 minutes if you're doing it properly the duration as i said 5 to 20 seconds typically the rest period should be long enough to recover enough to be able to go again at a high intensity so if we're working for you'd say five to 20 seconds, our rest periods might be from 45 seconds all the way up to like two minutes sometimes. Now, the purpose of that is to make sure that the intensity of the next step or the next effort can be high enough to get the benefits. So the pros, as I said, uh, much shorter period of time for us to do it. So that's why I'm a big fan of HIT, And that's why I use it a lot with clients is because at the end of their session, I don't want to then say, all right, you've trained for the last 45, 60 minutes. Now you're going to spend another 45, 60 minutes doing cardio. That's just shit. So instead it might be five to 10 minutes, okay? So it's much easier to get motivated to do that even though the effort is a lot harder. The next benefit is that typically if we are doing some form of hit, it would it, a lot of the time it's with resistance, okay? It doesn't have to be, but it could be just sprints. It could be swimming sprints or whatever it is. So there's no real resistance there. But my favorite form typically of hit is when we're doing something like a sled push or an assault bike. Um, even a rower or bet, uh, ball slams, you can use things like kettlebell swings, box jumps, whatever. And when we are using some form of resistance with the cardio, we're also getting the benefit of muscle tissue breakdown similar to when we do strength training. So short period of time, um, it's a little bit easier to get motivated for. Um, we are getting the best of both worlds. And then one of the most important pros or, or benefits of HIT is that after we have finished the session, our body continues to expend energy for a longer period of time. Now there's a bunch of different research that shows that I think it's up to around 24 hours or something like that. Uh, and that's obviously gonna depend on how hard you've actually pushed yourself. But our body stays in this anabolic state where we're continuing to expend energy, right? And that's where a lot of this, this benefit comes from when it comes to HIT, and that's why it's so popular. So we've got the pros for both. Now the cons for both here, and this is gonna allow you to choose which one suits you best the the cons of or the the negatives I guess you could say of the the low intensity slow steady state cardio is that once you finish your session your body is pretty much done expending energy right which is not a bad thing but that's that's it the next con is that it, it requires a lot more time so it takes a lot longer to complete after that um, I mean what other what other negatives are there really of it there's not too many I think it's just the fact that it's just the longer duration your body stops expending energy as soon as you're done and you're not getting the benefits of like the muscle tissue breakdown like you can with HIIT, particularly resistance-based HIIT. The, the negatives or the cons of HIT is that it is very taxing on the body. So if you're doing strength training four or five times a week and you're doing a, a HIT session or a couple of HIT sessions as well, then your body is going to take longer to recover. So if you start to find that you've been doing hit at the end of an upper body day and you might've done like sled pushes or even battle ropes, whatever it may be. And the next day you go in and do your strength training session and you're so sore and not recovered from hit that it actually starts to have a negative effect on your ability to progress with the overload. Then that's a bit of an issue. Okay. So it becomes an issue then. um, Whereas the the slower, low intensity stuff is a lot easier to recover from, obviously. so that's a negative. The other thing is that obviously it requires a fuckload more effort. So unless you're actually having a decent crack, you're not going to get the benefits. So most people just don't train hard enough when they do hit. It should be very uncomfortable, and that's why you can't do as much of it. Okay, so that's a negative as well. Um, and yeah, it's just it's just taxing on the body. It, it's obviously much more taxing on the body than the lower intensity work. But that's kind of like the pros and cons of both, and that's how. It, that's why I say to people, it's kind of up to you, which one you prefer. So if you're someone that feels like it's it's eating into your recovery from strength training and it's having a negative effect, then obviously the, the longer low intensity option might be better for you. Also, if you're someone who just enjoys kind of switching off and um, going for a jog or whatever it may be, then that's gonna be a better option for you. Um, but if you're someone who's time poor, someone who is super busy and doesn't have a great deal of time to be in the gym, HIT is, Perfect, it's game changer. It's also great for, um, you know, when when you're trying to minimize the amount of time that you have to be actually training, but also maximize the reward for effort. As I said, hit, prolonged period of energy output, low intensity, can be prolonged like while you're doing it, but as soon as you're done, your body kind of stops. All right, so hopefully that helps you guys understand that a little better. um, And also just gain that understanding of what role cardio plays. Um, It can be fantastic. Uh, but just keep in mind that it has to be aligned with your nutritional intake. Otherwise, it's it's not going to have the effect that you think it's going to have. Um, and there's always a massive importance on the strength and resistance work because our goal is to to look lean and muscular realistically, right? We don't all want to look like bodybuilders or anything, but even if you're just trying to get lean, if there's no muscle underneath, there's no shape. So you're going to be disappointed with how you look. So cardio can be a great tool. Hit and low-intensity um you know, long, steady state, what am I trying to say? Like the lower intensity, longer duration cardio or hit. two options there. You have a mix of both, they can choose one or the other, um, but hopefully that helps you guys understand a little further around how all that works.